Hello, everyone. Welcome to Speak Brave Podcast. I love that you are here spending some time with me, your trusted host, your ambassador of courage, and uh, somebody who really cares about your personal development. All right. So today I have a special guest, a fellow entrepreneur and a fellow Lakelander. Uh, his name is Caleb Randall. So Caleb is the owner of Randall Productions. He creates branding films and also docu-films for nonprofits, individuals, and businesses. He's a filmmaker, and he's also a storyteller. So please help me welcome Caleb. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on, Mark. Thank you for coming and uh, spending some time with us. Um, so Caleb, just uh, tell us what do you do and uh, what do you have going on in your world? Yeah, so... Um... So like you said, I own a production company, Randall Productions, and um, <clears throat> I am a filmmaker, uh, storyteller. I, I love to connect with uh, people, and I love to um, highlight their passions and their, um, their stories. So that's kind of, in, in a nutshell, what, what I'm focusing on these days. Um, and it's been a little different uh, during the COVID-19 um, times. And so everyone's dealing with a, a lot of uh, just unknown. And so I'm just, I'm pushing my way through it the best that I can and, and going from there. Uh, and we will make sure that we address uh, some of the strategies that you use personally in your business. And also, I know we, uh, I want to share with listeners that we are part of um, business incubator, this uh, very unique, probably once <laughs> one in the country, one, one of a kind in the country, Catapult in Lakeland. Yeah. And we'll talk about that. Caleb, I, I want to kind of rewind and ask you, how did you get started in this work? Uh, what compelled you to become a storyteller, a filmmaker? Sure. Yeah. I've, I've always been interested in filmmaking and, and even as a kid, just taking my parents' camera, video camera, uh, VHS. I, you know, I'm no, I'm, I'm a little uh, dated, dating myself right now. But, uh, but going out and and just capturing um, fun style videos, uh, trying to make myself and my friends look cool, and that kind of developed into something that um, I really started to enjoy. Um, I'm a musician. I'm, I'm a guitarist and drummer. And so uh, adding music to video was just uh, electric to me. And, and so whenever I would make highlight films um, of, you know, skating or surfing or, uh, or whatever the case, it, it just, it lit me up. And in college, I developed more of a knowledge base. I went to Flagler College and um, graduated with a broadcast communications degree and with a kind of a film track. And so after college, I, I honestly, I didn't think that I could make money um, in that tiny town um, <laughs> of St. Augustine and doing filmmaking. And so I just, I, it was the crash. It was 07, 08. And so I just, I had an hourly position for several years. And I just thought that I could just do video for fun on the side. 
So, um, so that's kind of where I, I, I started to think like, okay, well, I, I kind of want to do it. I'll start looking for jobs. Nobody was hiring. And I just started uh, doing my own projects. And from there, um, bought a camera. Um, I had several people who were getting married at the time because uh, I was of, of age of people getting married. And, and they started to ask me, hey, would you just film my wedding? You got a nice camera. I'm like, okay. And uh, uh, to make a long story short, it, it snowballed, um, brought me down to, to Tampa where my wife went to law school and I uh, got in the industry there. And then I was doing, uh, gosh, it, it ended up, I was starting to do one wedding a month, went to two, went to three. Uh, after a short amount of time, gosh, two or three years, I was doing about 50 weddings per year. Wow. That's quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so in that, I, I developed a lot of skill set. I developed a lot of, um, a lot of relationship sort of building um, before I filmed as well as um, made people feel comfortable relationally while I was filming. So that it, it was sort of a, a good way to not only learn communication, but also learn um, how to react uh, technically in every situation that I was in. How to react technically? What is that? What What do you mean? Well, filming in, in different different scenes, scenarios. Okay, who are the subjects? What do I need to capture? What's the lighting going to look like? Um, it, it's just constant movement, and it's also fast paced. So we we in the film industry call that run and gun filmmaking, and so that kind of developed my skill set there to be able to translate to docu style. Uh, filming of what I do today. Wow, that's amazing. So I also know that you are you are very much um, intertwined with uh, video marketing for your clients and for community organizations in here in Lakeland and also in Central Florida. Would you talk to us, to me, and to the listeners? What do you love about video marketing? Uh, what are some things that are magical to people who see it? To you, it may be this, you know, it's like, you, you know what to do, but to others, it's magic. How do you create magic with video marketing? That's what I want to know. <laughs> That's a good question. There, there's a lot of uh, different ways that people think about, um, okay, well, I, I have this vision, I have this idea, but how do I communicate it with someone and, and put it out there as content. And um, the most moving marketing pieces that I continue to go back to um, are emotional pieces, and whether that's happy, sad, um, moving, educational, uh, whatever the scope may be. And in video marketing, um, not only content, you know, I mean, especially of the internet age, content is king moving into that. But now it's kind of shifted into uh, this sort of um, hybrid, okay, well, you've got to have consistent content, but it needs to be quality content. 
And quality means not only like high resolution, good looking videos, shot well, looks good, but it's also that quality story and that quality um, piece that, that might lead your client to, um, to really get behind your company or your product or, or whatever that may be. Um, and, and, and so, yeah, so that's kind of, kind of like the idea behind it. If we can go a little bit deeper into this, is there a case study uh, that you can share? Uh, you don't have to say the names or the company that like, okay, this is really good or this have really resonated that you perhaps co-created with your uh, clients. Yeah, sure. Um, so I, I actually, I had a client, she was a realtor from Keller Williams and um, she wanted to create a piece that was particularly geared towards telling the story of a seller and not only just a normal seller, but a seller who has owned their own house for an entire lifetime. And we were, I mean, it, this, it's funny because it's like, she didn't have, she didn't have an idea uh, that she wanted to do this at first, but with lots of discussion, a lot of asking, okay, well, well, tell me about yourself. Tell me a little bit about different clients you have, things like that. It led to this moving story about a woman. Um, now, now her being the realtor, an old woman who um, needed to sell her house and, and us coming in telling that story. And so there was, there was just a lot of um, planning of course, script writing, um, finding the location, a beautiful house, and it, it, it and finding actors um, along with that. And so, with this script, we created like this um, this moving emotional story um, that really touched the heart of at the end uh, of the viewer. Um, to see that, okay, this, this realtor, she doesn't just, you know, look at her job and say, I just want to make money. She looks at her job as something that she can do to serve others and to really make an impact in her world. And so I, I think that anyone who has a passion for their own business um, can do that. Mm. Perhaps we can see the copy of the video. I can have a link. Uh, we can share sure. it with the people and uh, see, you know, I, I agree 100%. A lot of times when we want to connect, uh, change, um, maybe a sensibility or at least plant a seed, we need to move our audience with emotion. Mm -hmm. uh, not to be manipulative, and I don't even like that word, but rather <laughs> uh, educational or where we share. And it's no longer up to us how people will feel. They may feel this way or that way, but we have done everything we can to showcase, not hide away from emotion, but truly uh, truly experience it, acknowledge it. Absolutely. And that, and that will direct uh, the audience to, well, the right person in the audience to connect with uh, the person marketing so that they can, they can further... Um, further the business that they're trying to get. They're right. trying to pursue, I guess. Yeah. Um, 
I love marketing and I, I want to ask you just a few follow-up questions, if I may. Yeah. So what are your biggest uh, pet peeves in video marketing that you see in the industry that you see that are happening? Maybe some people taking shortcuts or maybe are <laughs> not doing so well that you would, you would tell the audience to stay away from and, uh, you know, look out for Pet peeves. That is, that's a good question because everyone's in their own, everyone, everyone knows about video. Everyone has their own uh, little video camera on their phone. And so everybody has an opinion about video. Um, and so I, I mean, I think that, you know, going in, especially when, when you're looking at someone that you might need to hire for video production and marketing, I think that there's a, um, I think there's a big issue and a common misconception that um, this, the, the person approaching the video production company, like they want it a particular way and they want it a particular story and they're just kind of, they're very closed in their idea. Um, but a lot of it is just is communicating and discussing and figuring out the best way to reach your audience, the best way to market. Um, a lot of people are closed in their own kind of thinking like there's only one path I need to go and this is it. But if, if, if a lot of um, marketers out there um, maybe could be a little bit more open about, um, you know, uh, trusting in maybe that production company who does a lot of this storytelling for a living to, to be maybe more vulnerable and open about, okay, this could be a story that I could tell. This could be a piece that I could impact my audience with. Um, I, I think that maybe could, could help. It's not really a pet peeve. I, a lot of video production that I do is, is, is educational in general. So, um, cause we're like, you know, uh, as mentioned before we, we spoke, this isn't Hollywood. This isn't New York where we're really, um, it, we're in central Florida and we're, we're trying to create this, this specific video production that, um, that is with a small company and that there just needs to be a lot of, uh, yeah, a lot of openness and, and discussion before approaching, um, reaching your specific, uh, you know, cl potential clients. Yeah. Uh, Caleb, what, what's next for you? What do you see your business um, and yourself going next, next big project, next big milestone? That is a good question. <laughs> Uh, I, I definitely see, I definitely see a lot more uh, projects as, as I've been continuing uh, to pursue in not only the nonprofit world, but even in the for-profit world with these miniature stories and these miniature like, okay, I have this. I have this client, you know, or I have this situation that I need to tell to, um, to, to put out there to, 
all these people who follow my business for nonprofit. And for nonprofits, it's we need to make more money. We need to fundraise. We need to reach potential uh, investors and investors that are already on board. And so on the nonprofit world, there's just been a lot of just untold um, things that are going on that need to be told. And in that regard, if, if I can continue on the path of creating these, uh, these impactful um, little pieces that like, for instance, um, I work with uh, a homeless ministry here in Lakeland and uh, another catapulter, Brian Seeley. And it's funny because I approached him the first video and I said, hey, I've been wanting to do a nonprofit film. It was sort of when I was, it was a few years ago, sort of when I was just wanting to break into more, more of that. And he's like, all right, do it, do what you want. And, and after he had a fundraising event, we showed the video and he raised a ton of money. It was like 125, 150 grand. Um, that was the first event in this little tiny city. And it was, and of course there's a lot more than just a video being shown. There's a lot more on the back end and people and uh, community getting behind it. But um, to have that visual and have that, that, that reality that can be shown, that, that authenticity, that's kind of what storytelling follows, then you can make a, a real successful venture. Um, and same with for-profit. Uh, I've been working for an attorney and, um, and he's been taking clients who have been affected by the hurricanes and insurance companies aren't, uh, you know, taking care of, of these clients. They're not paying for their properties being damaged. And so this attorney fights those insurance companies and he sees the value in telling those stories that most people wouldn't know about. Um, and, and putting, you know, the, the charge to me to, to uh, capture that and to tell it. And, um, and in return, um, it, it gives him just a lot of, of, uh, of business in the future. So that's kind of where I, what I'm doing now is where I want to go sort of thing. And I continue to pursue that. And I continue to take on um, jobs that I think will bring me to the next level. Um, so that's kind of at least project wise where I want to go. And then production wise, uh, I definitely see myself growing um, maybe in numbers of, of two or three employees uh, the next five years. And so that's kind of the short of it. I like it. The long answer of it. <laughs> I, I like it. Um, I have two more questions. Yep. So one and then one closing. Yeah. Caleb, what is the best story ever told? The best story ever told is from the heart. It's, it's, it's the truthful authenticity of passion, um, and of, of love, you know, it, it, that encases. I know that kind of sounds a little, a little up there in the air, but 
but it's true. It, it, if you, if you're in front of the camera, if anyone's in front of the camera and they don't feel comfortable, they're not speaking, um, with confidence in what they're doing, then there's no impact there. There's no true emotion that can get through the camera to the audience, um, looking at them. So, uh, so I think that, yeah, that, 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 that is the short answer of it. <laughs> so if I, if I heard this right, uh, it is speak with your entire emotion. Don't hide it. Don't try to dis discount it, downplay it, uh, discard it, but rather embrace it and show it and not so it takes a lot of courage to tell the best story isn't that right i think so and and this is where i would ask you a question is this is this a, a skill that you feel like as a speaker you it's a develop develop skill or would you say it, it just comes natural it's a good question caleb um I've been thinking, writing, teaching, training on courage in personal and corporate settings for the last uh, five, six years. And what I have found from the research and also from practical applications, um, when we work with clients, when we're helping them find their voice and be more confident, not just in speaking, but to other areas of life, is that it is... It is uh, a pathway. We, cre we, we create scenarios and I ask my clients and my participants to start with very small risks. And then uh, the outcome is very low risk. <laughs> There's very little consequence. And then you build up your confidence, your muscle memory, your courage muscles, and you take bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger risks. And you also let go of the outcome. You may or may not be invested in the outcome, positive or negative outcome, uh, but rather it's the progress movement. It's the forward motion, taking mm -hmm. more risks, and they are compounding over time. And I feel that somewhere along the line, you either rediscover your courage, you may inspire others, and then even when you feel afraid, you can connect to that courage muscle and keep going. Mm. that's a good word yeah i like it so uh caleb what is the best way that the audience can reach you and support you in your um in your work sure yeah uh so they can always log on to my website randallproductions.com or reach out email randall.caleb at gmail.com um and uh i have a business Facebook page. I'm on LinkedIn. Um, so Caleb Randall, LinkedIn, Randall Productions, business Facebook page. Uh, yeah, that should be good. Excellent. And I will put, uh, I will ask you for the link for that video from the Keller Williams uh, real estate agent that you have said and with sure. actors. I'm very intrigued to see the final outcome, right? I want to be moved emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and I will, Yes, and I've also put your social handles and your website to the publisher um, episode notes so people can find you easily and connect with you. Um, Caleb, uh, we have to uh, 
perhaps uh, reconvene maybe in a 12 months, maybe longer or less, um, where we, yeah. you can give us an update what you have learned. And, uh, you know, we're, we're still in the throes of this serious health crisis, how you have adjusted and what lessons. Um, if that's okay, we'll, we'll, um, we'll do another interview in, in a few months as, as we can. Sure. Sounds great. I appreciate you having me on, Mark. And so it's always a pleasure speaking with you and definitely wish you best of luck during this time of all virtual conversations. <laughs> That's right. So thank you, everyone who listened, everyone who invested this time. Uh, remember, there's people right now who have less experience than you, have less qualifications than you, but they live in the, dr the life that you can only dream about. The only difference between you and them they took action and it's imperfect action. And that's probably the secret of uh, keep going and achieving. Thanks everyone. So, the one thing I learned in door-to-door -door sales back in college was action cures fear. That's exactly right. And with this, I'm gonna leave. Uh, thank you, Caleb. And don't you. make sure that you share this episode. Like, subscribe, share, and comment with everyone you care about. Thank you, everyone. Don't forget to speak brave.